Gold Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts in a very crowded room, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host with a very morning voice, Paul Robinson. Hello. It's a little tight in here, bud. Yeah. I uh, I bought some equipment. Um, you know, invested in our adventure. Yeah, we have to get all this stuff into storage because it's a mess. Yeah. Um, can't have all this here. So. Oh my god. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Are we leaving that in? Yeah, because my love of my life is tired, and people should know. I, I didn't go to sleep till like 2 a.m., mm. and I was up by 8, so that might be sufficient for some people, but apparently it's not for me. I can't really hear too well. I'm going to raise this here. We're having all kinds of issues this morning yeah. with my, just everything. It's one of those days. It's mm -hmm. been it's been a week. Yeah. Um. So, we did manage to get some stuff watched. Mm hmm. And no, it wasn't the Oscars for the thousandth fucking time. People just keep asking, and every year I give them like I don't watch it. Yeah. I don't watch it, and every year it's like, hey, are you watching? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching. I don't watch it. Yeah. Um, I. There have been brief moments where I will entertain it, and it was when Leo was up, mm -hmm. when Gary Oldman's been up. Mm -hmm. um, if people I really am a massive fan of, and something that I really liked, it's like okay, I'll like I time out the categories and I go like it'll be around this time. Yeah. But honestly, that was that was years ago when it was harder to get this. Like this stuff airs after it airs yeah. like i don't have to watch it like that'll all be there yeah within seconds of it happening so it it honestly doesn't matter why would i sit through this whole thing um and yeah so you know there's always like the oh i figured because it's like movies it's like look i i the, I, the, the award shows are they're too long yeah first of all they're just too long and it's like let's watch a performance from lady gaga why yeah let's just fucking get on with it we could do this all in an hour yeah seriously you won this you won that congrats goodbye congrats. Go, have a good um, one the whole thing is just weird to me and it's like look i i get it you know no, no. i can't even really say that i understand the honor of it because we've had this discussion before on the ins and outs of how the oscars and a lot of these award shows works more specifically with the oscars you know, these are these are purchased nominations. If your production company or whoever the studio is, rather, that as an actor that you are working with does not have the funds to basically purchase a potential entrance into a nomination, you're yeah. not getting one. You yeah. can give the performance of a lifetime, but you're not going to be nominated for an Oscar because everybody has to buy into this crap, yep. like literally buy into it. So it doesn't really hold any weight, you know, and it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that people that win aren't deserving of that, right. but it's, you're taking a subcategory of films. They're basically saying, you know, 2000 films were made this year, let's say, I'm um, just throwing numbers out there. Mm -hmm. And these five people, 
We've narrowed it down to these five people. These are the only five people in the entire world who gave performances that yeah. are worth awarding. It's like, do you honestly believe that? Also, did you watch every film? That's the other thing. You know, right? that these people that vote, they don't. I mean, it's like anything voting, right? You're just voting for who you like. You're not voting for what you think is the best. And uh, and I can guarantee that everybody that voted didn't watch everything that was nominated. Yeah, but, but I mean, also just for people where they're like, I think this person should, should win. And it's like, did you watch all the other films? Mm -hmm. No. Well, then how do you know that person should win? Just say, I like them, so I want them to win. But they're not more deserving of everyone else if you yeah. haven't watched everything you And it's also subjective. Subjective and it's a popularity contest. I've watched so. stuff... Uh, i.e. I'll just go there. Everything everywhere. I do not understand the fascination with this movie. I would never watch that movie again. I was bored with it halfway through. I was just like, okay, we're being weird for, for the sake of being weird. And I find the whole like generational trauma in Asian communities to be a trope. And it's just like, can we move on that every Asian family is dysfunctional in the same way? Yeah. Um, we do this with cartoons. Pixar did it with, uh, was it bread or whatever right, yeah. you know it's just like my god is there yeah it, like can we follow a stereotype anymore and it isn't to say that that is not true in in uh certain uh ethnicities and and in in it's certainly true in in the hispanic community i grew up in a hispanic household and there are certainly stereotypes that, that in, in my upbringing that would ring true it is the case but it's like can we move on also like this was much more common for like Gen X and the 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 predecessors to that, mm -hmm. but in modern parenting, it's not quite as common because right. it, it we're moving on from that. So it's just like, can we stop acting like this is reality? This is just fact for every single person in that community. It's yeah. not, and it it just it seems like kind of like a it's like a cheap trick, you know? Like, oh well, we'll get we'll we'll well we have to be able to get likes now because we're talking about a community and and it's just like yeah but look at what you're saying i yeah. guess you know it's yeah. just kind of i don't know and also like look i know i know his name's not data but it's always data to, to, to me mm -hmm. love the guy but you're trying to tell me that somebody who has been on hiatus gave a better performance than actors that have been acting continuously for years on end yeah I mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, it, wait, like I love him and I love that for him. That's great, and I'm glad you're coming back. But I watched that movie. There was nothing Oscar worthy about his performance. His competition, if you will, were far stronger actors, and we saw many of those performances, and they were better. I'm sorry, but that's just the fact. Yeah, it was, Jamie Lee Curtis. What? It was bittersweet what? for me because I I'm a I. I love Michelle Yeoh. I've loved her since Super yeah. Cop, but I don't know if, it, if, in my opinion, it was the best performance of the year. But I am glad that she's getting recognized for you know, sure. For, for her for work, sure. But, but this is where it becomes subjective, right? Where it's yeah. just like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't agree with that. I watched the movie. Jamie Lee Curtis wiggled her fingers and ate cookies. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what was like award worthy of that performance. It just wasn't. It was just that was the film the bandwagon to jump on this year. So everybody fucking jumped on it and they just gave everything away. And it's like, all right, um, all quiet on the Western front. Mm -hmm. Right. We haven't seen that. It's been on my list. I've been meaning to see it. Uh, so I don't know. Like, 
I'm I'm sure it won a lot of awards. Uh, how cinematography is uh, how Banshees did not get recognized. I don't understand. See, yeah. now I watched that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. There's no way that everything everywhere beat that film out for me. That's just me. Yeah. But I thought it was a far stronger movie and the performances were way better. Yeah. So there's that anyway. So no, we didn't (laughs) didn't watch it. Yes, I know Brandon Fraser won. I know all this. Um, And that's great for him. I'm going to I'm going to segue in the same sort of vein of that where apparently there was somebody had to sound off about like they should have hired a 600 pound actor. I mean, <laughs> to me, the logistics on that is so obvious that I'm baffled that we even have to have this discussion, mm. right? And then we're going to get into the argument of like, this is not somebody, somebody had also kind of uh, painted in the in the same stroke of disabilities. And it's like, no, no, no. it's similar in ways, right? We say, well, this person in this movie is depicted in this way. Well, then the person with that disability should have been hired. Well, that's not always possible. Yeah. Right. Because that disability could be limiting. We are massive, massive. Uh, Daredevil. What? <laughs> you, you held your hands up like like he's got the two sticks. No, this, I'm just a hand talker. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the blind so, thing no, with Daredevil. Supportive. No, supportive. We are massive supporters of, of um, people with disability being able to even audition because that's a thing. They can't even yeah, audition like said, for Daredevil. these roles. Yeah, Daredevil. That that <laughs> sums it up. Um, but you know, there, depending on the disability, it may not be possible. And we mm-hmm. are realistic about that, right? Um, being six hundred pounds, that's also a whole other thing. I don't understand. Like, I don't quite oh, scandalous. Um, I don't quite agree with say like lumping people up with disabilities that they're born with with somebody being 600 pounds because you weren't born 600 pounds right this is something that's kind of this is in every way self-inflicting yeah and uh yes there are medical conditions that make that hard make weight harder to lose but 600 pounds is pretty deliberate so i don't think that's fair to say well this person yeah. who was born paraplegic well plus it's not the same plus this he's representing someone that's so fat that it their um their health is in danger well that's what i was you know about I mean? to get oh, into okay. that that was the irony for me when they were like well they should have just hired a 600 pound actor and it's like there's unlike deaf actors or actors that are missing blind limbs or, yeah. or blind or or wheelchair bound um there 600 pound actors don't exist for a reason and the few actors that we had that are quite large they're no longer with us for a reason their lives were cut short for yeah. a reason, and that reason was their weight. You can't have a 600-pound actor. That's not a thing because, first of all, just existing is a struggle. If you've watched these shows, mm. from not even moving, just shifting from one section to another on a couch, yeah. it, 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 we're, we're losing breath here. That is not feasible on set on a 600 yeah, pound actor like is not days, working like, an 18 yeah. hour day yeah literally just about to say they're not working an 18 hour day and they're also taking up and i'm not being mean i'm being realistic here if you've seen the 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 the, the massive amount of food that it takes to maintain that weight mm. <clears throat> no set is giving you a quarter of the craft services budget right. uh, seriously yeah 
when you oh this this is what this person eats not in a day but in, a, in for a meal and then snacks in between well i'm hungry i haven't eaten in 30 minutes well we're not going to stop shooting so that you can eat an entire pizza i don't like and I, and yeah i know i know someone's gonna be like you're being so mean it's like i'm i'm being honest in what we we've seen on television right you sit down and you go, my god what is this person what is required for this person to sustain this weight yeah. it's a lot of food right i mean that's how you become obese yeah. so you have to be realistic on set where you can't stop the show because you have to eat and it's not like throw this person a granola bar this is a lot of food if it's a small especially if it's an independent set I and mean, yeah. this is a lot of money that's going to one person so no you're not going to have an actor that is morbidly obese that's going to be able to do what somebody in a in a fat suit is going to be able to do mm -hmm. and that already and then you say well that it takes hours and hours for them to do that yes it does but comparative but brendan frazier was not at risk of going into cardiac arrest yeah. during that during right. the filming of that unless he and he's, had <laughs> and he's willing to do the four hours of makeup before shooting all day so <clears throat> right so it's a, it, it is it's a, it's just such a, just a strange thing you know it's like do we want do we want a more inclusive uh hollywood absolutely but do be realistic there are limitations in saying that it's it's uh you know that you're being prejudiced against uh obese people by hiring an actor to be in a fat suit it's like no there's there's it's not just it's not just an aesthetic of being obese there are many health complications that come along with that you're a liability yeah a complete yeah. liability. Yeah. Uh, so plus, there's a big difference between 300 pounds and 600 pounds. So it's like, yes. You know, if you're if you're just a heavier person, but you can still literally get function, around on your yeah. own, then that's one thing. But uh, you know, John Candy, for instance, was a, a very yeah. large fellow. Chris Farley. We've also lost all these people early yeah. for you know. I mean, also there was drug issues yeah, with Chris yeah. Farley, which didn't help. But you know, your weight is also adding to. Chris Farley is probably yeah. in better shape than I am. Probably uh, in, in terms of his cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like as long as you can get around, that's one thing. But at 600 pounds, you're not getting around. Yeah. That was the whole point of it. Right. You know, was his it, struggle so, to just get from one room to the other. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, like, like I, I don't know if we watch the same movie, if you're yeah. understanding what's going on there. But that's not an argument. I don't understand why that even became an argument. So I was just touching on that. Um. Because yes, we do we do find it very unfair that you know a, a deaf actor, a, a deaf uh, character who's deaf through the entire film, who does not need the ability to hear at any point during the script, is not able to audition. Right. You know it, it's insane. Uh, mm -hmm. But there are we're going a little too far here with this. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, let's let's reel it back. I mean, a quiet place is a perfect example of like hiring a deaf actor for a deaf role. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and there there we we should have more. Uh, opportunities available to actors that are just be, there's this misconception that because you're deaf you couldn't act right. you know and because the thing is that people don't understand is that these people have been living in a world living like this in a, yeah in yeah. a world so it's like oh well, how do I it's going to be tough to communicate with them do you think it's like do you think they haven't figured that out <laughs> like in their life like yeah I don't know um so speak well speaking of uh we we decided to watch another one of the films that were kind of on the Oscar list. I wanted to watch the film, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't want to pay for it. Right. Uh and I guess 
one can say we did pay for it when you go like, well, I waited till it was on the streaming service. And it's like, well, how often do you watch things on that streaming service? Well, right. probably not very often. Okay, so you paid for that movie, basically, is what you're saying. Um, I think it was on Paramount. Yeah, I was just reading uh, right? uh, an article about, not an article, but it was like this thing about how, um, I forgot what the percentage is, but it was high based on like how many people will subscribe to a service for one show. Yeah. You know, it was like 70% or something, like have at least one service that they subscribe to for one show. I mean, we do, uh, Paramount is not something that we watch often, but it is kind of where a lot of the movies that we didn't want to pay for drop. Yeah. And there are some shows, there are shows that we watch on there more than one. So that the one that I'd have to say, honestly, that has been a bit of a waste has been Shudder. I do occasionally watch things on there, but not nearly enough to probably justify the cost. We watched something on there. All right. We were, we talked about that. We got into that a little bit. Um, There are things on there that I'm interested in. So it's like, I, I'm hesitant to draw. It's probably like the one um, streaming service that I'd say is the biggest waste that we'll probably just hang on to. Yeah. Uh, It's just like, I don't know. I mean, I you know the second we drop that, they'll be like, there's this movie and it's only on Shutter. And it's like, yeah. God damn it. So we just kind of deal with that cost. But Sundance, so we we dropped. It just wasn't like, this wasn't working for us. Ironically. Yeah, I know. We dropped Sundance for Shutter. For Shutter. <laughs> um, go figure. Um, so there, there, are, there, were, there were several things that we can talk about here. Um, we finished The Last of Us, so obviously mm-hmm. we, we're going to get into that. We watched Tar mm-hmm. because it was free. No yep. lies. Um, and then we, we watched Boston Strangler. Right. Uh, so we have a, a couple a couple things to talk about here. So let's just move on because it's already 20 minutes in. People yeah. are like... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Tar. Tar. I'm just going to... I'm, I'm going to get into Tar. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it unless you want to. This is a perfect example of like, this was the best fucking performance of her career. I don't know where I was. I don't know if we watched the same thing. Um, it was Kate good. Kate Blanchett. But she's always good. Is amazing. Yeah. She's an amazing actor. This is like is just this a regular the best thing she's her. ever done? But it's still amazing. No, yeah. I, I don't think this is the best performance she's ever given because I don't think that the script called for it. Yeah. I was going to say that. It, it that isn't was her inability. It was it just was like Kate Blanchett existing on her day to day is her worst day is my best. <laughs> okay. Her worst performance is my best performance. So she, I just felt like knowing what she's capable of and seeing other films that I think that have been a, a bit more challenging character wise. I, I think she's just kind of. I, maybe she'd slap me for this. I don't know. But like, I just felt like she could have played this in, this character in her sleep. Mm. It just really didn't seem very challenging. Yeah. I was, there's, there was actually a couple things I liked about the film, which was Kate Blanchett. Todd Field, the writer and director also, which yeah. I, we do enjoy writer directors. Yeah. I, I did think her performance was good, but it's, you know, that's baseline for her is a good performance, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you were saying. Uh, but I did like the fact that it was filmed in such a way that I thought it was a real person. I was like, oh, is this, wait, is this a real person? Mm. Because the way of how things happened and, and whatever. Um, so I liked that, but then everything There's else. There's so many biopics too that you just kind of yeah, assume. That, um, but I mean, 
I don't know. I'm glad it was made because anytime a film like this can get made and get recognized is a good thing because there's not enough of these types of films and, and you know, like just dramatic um, Anymore. Uh, pieces. Yeah. Anymore. Everything's, you know, big. As much as I love big budget shit, there's just that's what takes over everything. Um, I mean, I'm so, sure this had an amazing budget, though. Well, yeah, but <laughs> not compared to like Marvel. Well, not Avatar yeah. level, but it's um, still a massive but, budget, I'm yeah. assuming. I mean, th- for me personally, I'm sure there's people that love this film. But for me personally, I just didn't think the script worked. I felt like um, we're watching the story of this person's life, but we're not really seeing anything, of all the interesting parts. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's, it's mundane like, day-to-day shit that seemed to happen. Which is fine. Person. I like that in a film, too. But I just feel like... Did, big things did happen, but I did, I felt like we didn't really focus on no. it. It's or or what? I don't know. It was weird. It was very weird. I I correct me if I'm wrong, but these types of movies I feel are made for Oscar noms. Yeah, probably. There's like certain films that you go like, oh, that's gonna be in the Oscars. You already know it, and mm-hmm. I feel like the conception of this, not even after the fact, but just the in, in, in the conception of this story, the intention was to make it an Oscar movie. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it has that very Because there are very, definitely films that do that, obviously. For know? sure. And this is one of them. So it's like it's kind of, these kinds of films I, I take with a grain of salt because I feel like your goal was to get an Oscar nomination and you got it. It's this very like you follow the schematic of this type of movie. Uh, you know, erratic, lovable, yet dysfunctional character, uh, obscure shots and scenes, yeah. uh, some kind of cheating in some way, mm-hmm. whether it's emotional or physically there that always exists somewhere. Yeah. Uh, an obsession with their craft or what, you know, it's it, it followed like the whole formula for how to make this type of movie. It doesn't mean that the movies aren't entertaining, but they all share the same like talking points yeah so it's just kind of like oh okay i know okay i knew felt, i knew it, that going in i'm like this is an awesome i assume movie. this is a, an original screenplay like not based on a book i believe so and it just seemed like yeah because he's a writer director so right so but it just seemed like it, it was a book that they try to compress into a movie mm. you know could be that's what it felt like to me but um I don't. I Damn think it if was I'm going to do any research on it. <laughs> I think it was just. Uh, yeah. I think it was just. The but that's what that that's what wrote. was weird to me is like it felt like because <clears throat> I could see this being a series based on the beats, really? the beats of it. Yeah, you know, not that I would enjoy it more as a series or anything like that, but just the story of it and the beats of it just felt like very um, um, long. You know, like like I was saying, it just you're kind of going mm. through this person's life. You know, they're they're at the top of the world, and then now they're doing. Whatever she was doing, video game, uh, live action. Yeah. Like, uh, I felt like the movie managed to say so many things while saying nothing at the same time. Yeah, it was very weird. It was a lot of for me baseless conversation. Mm-hmm. Like when you have a conversation with somebody and you're like, "This has been going on for two hours, but I still they, don't know what the hell we're talking yeah. about." Like I know what we're talking about, but nothing of substance has really been said. That's what was happening. It was like they kept setting us up for yeah. moments that I felt deserved to be focused on were going to be focused on. And then they just jumped to some like mundane thing yeah. that it was like, oh, all right. Her, uh, her like, I appreciated the uh, slight comedic aspect to her personality. It was very yeah. faint. 
Uh, Cause like it a, like, you, kind of like a dry it's not, yeah, of... there's not, a, there's not space for haha funny in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had like, for instance, when the realtors were like the other, they were like, we're going to have people come by. Can you let us know when you're going to be practicing? And then she just continued to like go on this like yeah. barrage of, uh, of chaotic noise just yeah. for the hell of it. I, I mean, I, I literally laughed out loud because yeah. that is so fucking something i would do yeah. uh so i was yeah. like oh i really appreciate that because she's starting to she was just like unhinged at this point yeah and so i liked that i wish they had done more of that i guess yeah. and just like gave well, that's the other thing is she was so like unlikable yeah she really it, it was I, I wasn't rooting for her but uh, that was the and that was the other thing too is right you had these two situations you had the situation with the the newcomer right the mm-hmm. the cellist or whatever I don't remember what instrument she played and there was like this tension between them but that never went anywhere no. and then there was this situation she had where this student accused her of something and mm-hmm. then that kind of never went anywhere right so those I'm just like wait so what is what is what is happening here like I don't I'm not sure like what. There was a lot of nothing going on. It yeah. just, it was like two hours of nothing or however long it was. It wasn't a just bad movie, but it was just something that I would never watch again. It's just yeah. like, oh, it, it didn't really do much yeah. for us. And, um, but you know, I love Kate Blanchett. I just, mm-hmm. to, to say that this was her best performance, I don't agree with that. I mean, have I mean... you seen Thor? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I go back to like bandits, right? Where somebody would be yeah. like, are you kidding me? I'm like, listen, watch the, if you haven't watched it, watch the movie. She's fantastic in it. The Gift. You know, yeah, movies yeah. like that for me, I felt. Uh, um, gift, that was a Sam Raimi film, right? Was it? Was it? I feel like there were people up in the sky. So, and there was a lot of, which he does love. But I'm not sure. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know why I've never, um, if, if that's true, I don't know why I, I never knew that. Um, you know, for a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, The Aviator. Written by Billy Bob Thornton. He wrote that? Yeah. Where the fuck and, have I been? That's my Epperson. favorite performance. Um, yeah, Sam Raimi film. Who would have, uh, totally forgot about that. I mean, I, I knew it, really? but I just. Oh, see, I didn't that. even know that. Yeah. He also, um, there was another film he made that. Um, a, a well some, a laid out plan or uh, something about a plan. I don't know that <laughs> that uh, that he doesn't get a lot of credit for, which I thought was really good. Hmm. Um, well, anyway, like Aviator, mm-hmm. uh, Miss America, that show, yeah. you know, I, I oh, yeah, don't think that got a lot of, uh, you know, Blue Jasmine. Like I thought her performance in Blue Jasmine was way stronger than this, you know, Um but it, I, I mean, I get, again, all these things are subjective. You can say, "Oh, I like this," and I like mm-hmm. that, and it's like, "Well, I, you know, that didn't really, that didn't really do it for me." Um, but a movie like The Gift, which you know, you've you you've either seen or you haven't, I guess, right? Was she in Benjamin Button? I think she was in that as well, right? Wasn't she his love interest? I don't remember. Yeah, I think she was. She was a ballet dancer in that. Oh, um, she's a dancer. Oh, she's a dancer. Um, you know, for me, the gift like that's like my favorite performance from Giovanni Ribisi, and yeah. he had a smaller part in it, but it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like he stole that movie in just the, the short amount of time that he had. So, um, Sam Raimi, who knew? Yeah, 
It's, I really enjoy that movie. I've seen it many times, and I didn't even know that. I didn't even know Sam Raimi directed that. I wish you now would... that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, it's there. He definitely with the way he would zoom into the woods and the things yeah. like that. I should have known that that was Raimi. Um, yeah, I um, I I wish that he would do more things like that. You know, because he's he's um, I guess it was the least. Raimi-esque thing he's done, and that's why I liked it. Well, there's another one. I'm, I'm looking for it now, but there was another one he did that uh, was not at all um, his kind of something yeah. you would assume him to. Well, I li- I like when directors do stuff like that because it you know you can and and some it's not always great. Sometimes you're like, oh, I kind of mm-hmm. like what they're known for better, and it's like, yeah, but that gets boring. I would imagine that you would want like if you really A love. Plan. Oh, a simple plan, yeah. yeah. Um, like if you really love, and he also did uh, for love of the game, uh, filmmaking and stuff. Like, wouldn't you want to like try something new yeah. every so often? I, I would. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, it just uh, I don't know. It, maybe we're just not fancy enough for it. I guess our our cinematic tastes are yeah. are pedestrian. But to me, I was Mine just like, are, this but... is a very like quintessential Oscar movie, and. It, just didn't really give me a lot. It gave me a lot of buzz, but it I plus, story you know, itself I don't really like... want an Oscar rant, but uh, <laughs> but we will. I feel like, you know, back in the day, I remember like if you won an Oscar, your career what that was it. Your career was gonna be mm-hmm. changed, but I don't feel like it's the same anymore. It doesn't hold no. as much weight. No, it feels like I th- I don't know the details, so I won't go into the whole story of it. But I believe that there's. There's like the the birth of of the Oscars. Are you aware of that story? No, I don't know. I'll, wait for I'll the have to look. <laughs> I'll have to look into it. This was like so long ago that I remember reading something about that it was created because a studio exec, I believe, I forget who it was, basically wanted to use the union to fund his vacation home. Okay. And that was how that start that was how the Oscars started because the workers were about to be unionized and then the whole thing went into like them not wanting actors to unionize themselves uh-huh. and all that. And so they, they like they figured like, Oh, we have set we have set designers for the studio. Like just have them build my house for free. And then, like, it became, like, how do we make this prestigious thing? And uh, I have to look into the details. But yeah. that was, like, the birth of it was actually, I know that part was that it was, like, a, hmm. a trick. Because they were about to they were about to join a union and create a union for. Well, for... joke's on them because they're all <laughs> union now anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that was, that was the irony was that even actors and writers wound up becoming part of a guild and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, Absolutely. Look it up. It's very interesting. I, I I remember reading and being like, oh, fascinating. But it was so long ago that I don't remember all the details. Yeah. Um, anyhow, um, we'll go into Boston Strangler because I think we have the most to say about The Last of Us. So we'll leave that for last week. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to just say right off the bat, majorly fucking disappointed that this was not a series. I 100% thought this was a series. Don't ask me why. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me that it was. I clearly didn't read that it was because I would have known that it wasn't. I don't know where my brain was in the moment that I went, I read the an article on this a couple months back and you know saw the cast and everything mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I want to see that. Kira Knightley never plays an American. And I, I rarely, very yeah. rarely. Um, and I was like, you know, Carrie Coon, love that. Very interested. Mm-hmm. Good cast. Um, 
And I swore this was a fucking series. I'm like, it's Hulu. It's going to be a series. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like it's the Boston Strangler. There's so many details. And it was a movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch this the way I would have watched this if I knew it was a movie. I was like, re- literally to the point when I found it on Hulu and went to hit play. And I'm like, what do you mean play? What do you mean not episodes? Yeah. And so I was miffed going in. <laughs> I'm mad at myself for that because I I almost like couldn't, yeah. almost couldn't you like shift gears. And you're yeah, like, no, I don't want that. I don't, I, want, I, this. I don't want this. I wanted. I I thought we were committing hours of our life to this, mm-hmm. couple days at least, and I'm done in an hour and what fifty two minutes or something like that. I yeah. think it was the runtime. I was like, oh man. Yeah. Uh, so probably unfair. So uh, this is another uh, writer director, Matt Ruskin. Um, who's done a couple of things. I I don't know that we, the infiltrator. I know I wanted to see that and I didn't. I think was one thing that he did. I don't I'm not really too familiar. Um shout outs to the to the the DP and to the colorist. Loved the look of it. It was so Fincheresque. Yeah. It was so good. Definitely someone that watched Mindhunter a lot. <laughs> or anything or Fincher's anything, done. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, it it definitely Fincher has one of my favorite looks, or I should say that he works with DPs that give me some of my favorite yeah. looks and colors. Um, he's a very visual director, and yeah. I love that about him. He's uh, yeah, this looked my beautiful. Fa- one of my favorites, and so it was beautiful costume and everything was beautiful. Yeah. Really, you know, I, I have to give I have to give credit to that. Um, I enjoyed it, but just like I said, I felt like there was. So, Anytime there's something with like serial killers, unless you're going to make a three hour movie. I had no idea about the Boston Strangler. When I tell you that this man, (laughs) as where I'm about to hit play and this man said to me, is this based on something true? Like is the Boston Strangler a thing? And I almost (laughs) fell off the couch. Uh, Let me tell you something. Having almost gone into forensic psychology, I was just like, who are you? Up until like (laughs) the, I, anything that was like. In the news like this, in the eighties, nineties, I well, this was it was the sixties, sixties, whatever. <laughs> but I'm just even bored. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like anything in the zeitgeist before, um, I don't know. Like I, I just never paid attention to the stuff like this, like in the news until recently. So if it didn't happen recently, then I, you I, don't I'm know clueless. recent murderers either. That's true, but. Um, you're not very. You're not a true crimer, basically, is what you're trying no, to say. No, not not in the least. Because there's other stuff that you do you do know, but you're not you're not a true crimer. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very much a true crimer. Very you know, stereotypical like sit down and watch murder movies while eating. Uh, yeah, our arms were cut off. Her feet um, but like I said, I, I, I genuinely had an interest in, in forensic psychology and did apply to John Jay and they laughed at me because my grades sucked. Um, but uh, so, yeah, Boston Strangler is it's a classic. That's what that's that's what's so funny to me is like, I know you're not into this stuff, but Boston Stranglers right up there with like Dahmer hmm. and and do you know what I mean? Like Dahmer, I knew you knew Dahmer. Yeah. Right, I didn't know Boston Strangler. I mean, it was interesting that um, it wasn't one person. I mean, that's what they heavily suggest. Well, we're still not 
sure it's one of those cases right but like but i feel like the the view of this filmmaker was you know that like those... bundy and yeah, yeah, so the, yeah bundy and gacy and Dahmer and uh you know like all of these people are notorious serial killers and boston strangler the boston strangler case was very very out there like it's, yeah. it's been out there the boston um, phantom <clears throat> boston phantom originally um so what i Again, I didn't want to go into I read the article like, oh, they're coming up with this movie and you hear the people. But I didn't want to get into the details on what it was about because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. I didn't watch trailers. I didn't want to see it. Um, so I it was pleasantly surprised that the focus was on the two women in this case who I didn't know about. But I didn't know a whole lot about them. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool to learn, you know, about the, the two reporters that yeah. actually were uh, – on the case, yeah, whatever. but they were like heavy hitters in 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 the uh, the progression of, you know, arresting and finding an arrest and and yeah. and uh, questioning things that other people were not questioning and making those connections, which seemed pretty obvious. But for some reason, the police department yeah, in Boston was seemed, like, "Er, yeah, it's almost they've like, all been strangled the same way." Like, well, there's no way that's the same person yeah. or that they're connected in any way. Yeah, negligence on such a, and I didn't feel like they really got into that too much. I mean, I guess they did, but just the the negligence of it all and the mm-hmm. and the the lack of urgency, I guess. You know, you had that one cop who was because that other cop story was interesting too. Because I thought it, if if it goes into a series, then you that can was dive such into a series. You can dive into that character because he comes. You know, he meets with her and he's just like, "I'm driving myself crazy," and it's like, "Are you?" Like, I guess if you say so, I guess you know. Yeah. Um, but it would have been interesting to see him like going down that rabbit hole of trying to figure out it as well and driving himself crazy. Alessandro Nivola. He's a, an yeah. actor that He's in like, lots of things. You know, we're like, we know that guy in so many things, but then if you try to actually like, well, what do you know him in specifically? It's like, fuck, I don't, I don't know. He's in so many things. Yeah. But um, it's, it's a uh, worry, uh, worry, uh, Cochran too. It could have been even like a, a limited series of like four or five episodes. It didn't have to be like a whole. Nine yeah, episode yeah. Thing. Like it, it didn't have be... to be like you know eight hours, but like it could have been a, like a mini. Yeah. Just it really, it was it was disappointing. I I felt there was so much more that should have been said. Um, we I did not know that David Desmalchen was playing. Albert DeSalvo, so we both kind of yeah. chuckled when we saw him. Uh, There's a lot of people who are like, oh, look, look who it is. Yeah, we, we've, uh, we've been following uh, uh, David from before he made it into Marvel, you know, yeah. so like when he was in indie stuff. So it's been really cool to see him. No, DC. DC, yeah. Sorry. Um, th- it's been really cool to see him get more recognition and get bigger parts because he's mm-hmm. a very good actor. Um yeah, Rory also. We were like, oh, it's Rory. You know, Rory he was and, uh, so... It was such a tiny part, though, for him, too. Yeah. Um, it was... And What's-His-Face even got a smaller part, you know? The... Oh, yes. Um, from uh, Marvis, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just... Uh, I don't know. Like, so uh, Morgan Spector plays her husband, and... Um, I'm you know, sorry, what a but 180 fuck that, that guy. What a 180 <laughs> that character does. He's I like mean, super supportive one day, literally the next day. He's like... Well, it was like the quintessential uh, uh, um, situation, right? Where it's But like, that's another thing. You, you make it a series and you can sh- you could have that... As, yes. as, as evil as that character is, you can show the progression <laughs> of... 
you can show the progression of him being supportive to then hit, seeing where his line is and being like, all right, this is enough. Enough is enough right, with your because little we, thing you're we doing. We couldn't determine how much time yeah. was being spent on it because we Every were jumping Every now and then a year one... would flash up and we'd be like, okay, uh, yeah, I guess it's yeah. 64 now or whatever. Exactly. So it's like, it wasn't that I didn't understand that he was like, hey, like you're, because that's what I wanted to grab. Was she literally not home? Yeah. Was she like right. just at work all the time for weeks and weeks and weeks and then that he was like, all right, that's enough. It just it seemed like he was so proud of her for making it into the paper. Yeah. And then literally the next day he was like, oh, so you're going to continue this bullshit and not stay at home. <laughs> yeah. and it was just like, uh, buddy, <laughs> where did the support go? That was really strange. And so it made me hate that character immediately where maybe if it what if that had been several episodes, I would have understood a bit more mm -hmm. you know you do also have I to think... take into consideration this is the 60s where yeah, she yeah. would be a housewife right a yeah. working woman in the but 60s i think there's is... that interesting thing you know like there's a moment when he gets a promotion at his job and you know i think there's an interesting conversation to be not that i side one way or the other obviously but um i think there's an interesting conversation there where it's like i got this great opportunity at work and i'm going to be at work more and so now there's a now there's an issue, right? What are we going to do with the kids? Get a babysitter. You know, and so I think that that turned just into a fight of like, you know, and and but you know, also, she's doing she's the doing the way he shoved her out of the way yeah, from yeah. the fridge. I was like, this yeah, guy's not a, a nice guy. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like not a nice guy, guy at all. But I just felt like things like that could have been. There's so much good stuff in here that I wish could have been expanded more to, to kind of really like let that moment at hit least a three like, hour film yeah. something because like zodiac right fincher yeah right zodiac is fincher i think so jesus christ did i just lose my mind i think so how could it not be if there's a if there was only a way we could obtain that information <laughs> no i mean like zodiac i think is like damn near three hours yeah uh so like but this for me it was... It gave a lot of details, which would have been an amazing show, don't get me wrong. But when I finished watching that movie, I wasn't like, oh, I didn't get, uh, I didn't get enough, uh, enough from it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, Fincher, I don't think has ever made anything that was had an hour and 40 minute runtime or something. You know, it was his yeah. long movies for but a I reason. But I think this show, unlike Dahmer, did a good job of focusing on the... The, the murderer, right? It's about the Boston Strangler or wh whoever that is. But this is more focused on the reporters that reported it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you get to you get your true crime fix, but then you're also not uh, sensationalizing right. the person. Right. Yeah, they certainly didn't do that. That I, I agree. That but they, they but they, they did, did have scenes where, and I like the way they did that. All of the scenes where that all this horrible Violence, stuff happened, yeah. you just heard it. Right. And it would just focus on something arbitrary. And I thought that was very effective because it which could have audio, been anybody because it didn't yeah, necessarily because uh, the the audio of what you're hearing was horrific that the voice actors or whoever they got to do that was yeah. was really well done uh the sound design all that stuff um was really well done to give you the to to, to portray the 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 uh the scale of what what's happening outside of the shot mm -hmm. but also, so you can get the, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening and this is horrible. Uh, it's that whole thing of like your mind can make right. it worse than yeah. anything you show. Mm -hmm. And I thought they did that brilliantly. Yeah. This I mean, Fincher wannabe. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, I, I want like I, uh, I sort of ruined it for you a little bit since since you didn't know 
as soon as you know, I knew DeSalvo was uh, pinned as the Boston Strangler, but I did sort of say like, well, many people felt he was a patsy for. So so does the filmmaker. So does the filmmaker. Well, so does reality, really, yeah, because I mean, the, so the evidence is, yeah. says otherwise. Um, well, timelines and stuff like that. He's certainly not an innocent person because he was linked through yeah, DNA to, to a murder. Them, so, yeah. but was it to the extent that they said no? And that was one of the most. Uh, one of the biggest issues with serial killers, uh, with catching serial killers and with p- police departments linked to p- serial killers is that, you know, everything became a um, a confession, right? And yeah. as somebody who is... It, Good thing if that you, changed. If you, have, <laughs> if you have killed several people, right, and you, and, and you can be linked and you may have been sloppy somewhere... The mindset, I think, for a lot of these these people is like, look, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get caught for some of these. Yeah, I didn't commit all of these that they're trying to throw at me, right? They're asking me questions about this person here and this, but I know I didn't do that. But I'm already going to jail, likely for life, right? So might as well sort of cushion the blow and say that I did the things that they want me to say that I did. They were feeding evidence to these people. They've done this many times, and they lead. They, they there's lead they they, they lead through question Mm -hmm. and if you get somebody who is either uneducated or sleep deprived and they make sure that they do that to you right they make sure that they keep you up and that you're uncomfortable and you're scared and you don't have representation and they can get you to say a lot of things Mm -hmm. and and during um i think i want to say like the 70s was probably 70s and 80s was maybe even into the 90s there were a lot of serial killers during these times the 70s are probably the one that gave us the most notorious serial killers, but um, there was a, a a a lot of confessions going on for multiple multiple murders. You can't prove, right? How like how do you go? Well, we think this guy's connected to uh, all these other ones. Like, but do you have any evidence? Like, no, but we're pretty sure because it seems like it would. Yeah, connect yeah. and it's like well that seems like a great opportunity for another person to slip right under the radar mm-hmm. because you're focused on them which i think has happened with most serial killers yeah. right that we've we've connected them to That's... x y and z victim and there's somebody else out there that was just having a fucking ball mm-hmm. right just killing people left and right and they're like oh they're focused on gacy they think gacy killed this person well i did and they're not going to look at me because i'm right in the area and you're right under their nose they did this with uh henry lucas was a very famous serial killer who's confessed to hundreds of it's like the guy had the iq of a penny and you're telling me that this guy managed to kill that many people unnoticed nobody caught him like like give me a break you know it was just that county wants to now Say, oh, we Say, got oh, look, You're safe now. our budget's coming up and we don't want you to cut it because we haven't solved these 17 fucking murders here. So we'll just say that this guy did all of them. Um, and, and this was a, a, a really good example of that where DeSalvo sort of took the bait from two other people. Right. They wanted well, to get once, the, the once, reward money. Once they moved to um, once the murders moved to what was the other st- they went Michigan to or Michigan, yeah, New York. Also, there was the potential yeah. connection there. So it's like you know, either have copycats or you or you mm-hmm. have multiple people doing it. You yeah. know, and um, and that's the thing with serial killers, right? Is is it's hard to know if because you do have people that are copycat killers, right? Yeah, they made a whole movie about it. That was a good movie. Um, that was one of my favorite true crime movies as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's tricky. 
that's tricky to determine, especially back then. You know. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have CCTV. Serial you didn't killers. have DNA. You didn't have any of these things. I feel to like actually... serial killers today are like, man, those guys had it easy. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. I mean, there's so many ways for you to get caught now yeah. that I think that the 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 lack of prolificity with serial killers, the way like I'm saying, the way yeah. we had it in the 70s. I mean, even the 60s too. But you know, there are so many unsolved murders from the. 40s i mean jack the ripper for christ's sake yeah. we're to this day still like we think he did this this and like there could have been four jack the rippers we'll never know right yeah. you know you just try to make connections um but it's not as easy to to do that now as you were able to just pull up to a truck stop in the 70s and yeah. and you know and and have 40 victims easily uh, throughout a decade whereas like now to have 40 victims is yeah. you, you're a genius yeah. if you can manage to not get caught. I mean, there's so many ways to get caught. So yeah. there's cameras um, everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. And then just where we are uh, in terms of our, our biological technology, you yeah. know, it, it, it's just, it's very, stuff. it's, which is sometimes not always correct. Uh, yeah. We're still learning. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I liked the movie. It's just, like I said, I went in kind of like monkey brained about, it being a series and I couldn't jump off of that. And I do feel like there was, it was so rushed. It was like this woman, these women came in, they did this stuff and they left Bye. And it was like, what, but I want to know more. Cause they told you more afterwards. Like the yeah. other, well, Carrie Coon's character continued to work for another 30 years. I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I think she did medical yeah. journalism or something like that. Like well, I Keira wanted Knightley's character continued as well. Yeah. I wanted to see more of that. And she got divorced. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, that guy was just too much for me. And so... Because at first I was like, oh, this is interesting. A supportive yeah, husband wow. in like in the, the 60s in the 60s? or whatever. And then I was like, oh, yeah, oh, here it is. And then he became a husband in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, in the it was very that whole thing scene. like, look at you. You got it in the paper. You're so adorable. Yeah, now get back that's to enough. <laughs> that's enough. Um, yeah. And then also like, so we're talking about a serial killer and we're like, let's post pictures of the journalists yeah. with their names because it's not hard to find information in the 60s. You can't just open up a fucking phone book and find somebody's address and yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, it, it was so crazy. I don't crazy. know why you would be listed. It's like Carrie Coon's character made that comment. It's like, yeah, we, we delisted our name yeah. back when. And I was like, yeah, why as a journalist would you have your name and number well, you, you're, listed? Because... Prior to that, she was a journalist for like housewares. Yeah. So who the hell's gonna? I don't know. You know. I know it's a different time, and I hate when people say, "Well, if I was alive back then, I wouldn't do that." But yeah, it probably would. You probably would. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good show, beautiful show. It was just uh, really nice to look at, and no scene was so dark that I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we didn't watch. We watched that Thank night you. though. So yeah, too, no, but... we've watched stuff at night, and I've not been able to see a goddamn thing. I'm talking to you, Dune. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on half the time there in those scenes. Like, please stop doing this. I don't know why why this became a thing. Yeah. You can't see anything in those scenes. And to do a show graded like this and still be able to see it was pretty. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Kudos to like lighting and great everybody in post. Like they did such a good job of making sure that you had that moody effect without blinding people. I mean, they'd have to like stand with, yeah. five inches from the TV screen squinting to try to see what was brightness. going on. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely a watch it's not a series so it doesn't take long i would have certainly uh, recommend it um i just wish they had done more with it yeah. so weird to, to when kira knightley doesn't have a british accent also it's just yeah. like it just throws you off also does she age 
Yeah. Well, that you know, it's funny. We this had that conversation. Almost forty years old. She looks like she's twenty-five. I thought she was way older, and not because she looked older. I still think she looks like she's in her early thirties. But it, I just feel like she's been around forever. You know. Yeah, she's been acting for a very long time yeah. since she was quite young. And I she... feel like I'm like, wait, isn't shouldn't she be older now? Because I feel like I've seen her my whole life. Um, but she's she's yeah. still young. So um, and she looks it. So kudos to her. But I just felt like they were like playing her like she was playing much younger. Mm-hmm. than she is but she still kind of pulled it off i was surprised though um so what you've all been waiting for right yeah uh of course we don't do week to weeks we're gonna finish something often uh so let's start by saying neither of us are familiar with the game we didn't mm. play the game i am i was familiar with the game well, I, I was familiar almost, that it existed but we didn't I almost played play the it. second game because they introduced some new technology for game physics in the second game that was really interesting it was you know one of the best games um supposedly you know i didn't, I didn't play it but i almost did so i kind of i knew the idea of it i knew it existed and i kind of knew the idea of it yeah so um this is one of those shows that has a gajillion directors everyone mm-hmm. took two episodes or an episode or this of you know and did all that um and uh uh, writer Neil Druckmann, Craig Mazin, mm-hmm. um, writers rather. And um, if you need me to tell you who's in this, where have I you mean, been? Come on. Come on. Uh, ironically, just talking about Boston Strangler, Anna Torv is in this, who I think looks identical to Carrie Coon. And I never know who the fuck is who mm. when I see them. Like when they, their names are not listed and they just show their face in something, I'm like, which one is it? Yeah. I genuinely thought that Carrie Coon was in Mindhunter mm. all that time. Yeah. And then I think I, uh, so, I don't remember like how I found out, but I was like, why do they keep, why aren't they listing her name? And then I went, I'm like, this is a whole other person. <laughs> Anna Torv is a whole other person yeah. <laughs> who, I mean, not even like, oh, they look like they could be related. They could be twins. If somebody told me they were twins, I'd believe it. Like, they look so much alike. Um, So jumping right into this, you are familiar with more of it than I. I I stand corrected. But we neither of us played the game. We weren't familiar Mm -hmm. with, like, every detail of it. The way people were watching the show as fans of the game and actually, like, they were able to take notes on that was in the game. That was in the game. That yeah, was exactly yeah. what, you know, they know every aspect of it. We just went in blind. We were just watching the show and I didn't want to know anything about the game. I would imagine kind of like the way I went into Boston Strangler sort of like jaded. I would think like, why would I want to watch a show that's based on a game that I know all the details of? Yeah. It, it, like, where's the surprise? I mean, I guess you watch it for the performance and more for the the accuracy. I guess at that point, you're watching the show to determine how accurate it is to the game, but yeah. you already know what's going to go on. Yeah. I couldn't imagine watching this show knowing the storyline. Well, my understanding is that they did change some stuff. Well, and, some stuff, some yeah, stuff but some stuff was, was exactly actually, the same. Yeah. I like watching those things where they're playing the scene and then playing the game scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, look, it's Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. <laughs> How do you not love him? And uh, it's fucking Mando, you know? Like, yeah. let's just... 
Let's just it's always, you know, taking care of some youngin. It, always taking care of a youngin, and Traveling not in a creepy somewhere. way. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Bella Ramsey. There's a shit. See, ton for of me, I love Pedro Pascal, and I think he's a, yes. a damn near national treasure at this point. <laughs> but for me, I thought Bella Ramsey kind of like. I loved her in this. Well, I think that was the intent. I think you know she, she intended to steal the show. I mean, she, she's a strong actor. The way that so young. the the way that she portrays this character and the way that the subtleties of her being a young kid, ish, you know, a teenager, um, and and the subtlety in her performance of these, I don't know. I just was so drawn into what she was doing, um, you know, just like uh, acting like a teenager without acting like a teenager you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um like in the whale you know one of your biggest critiques was like the way that sadie sink's character yes. was kind of portrayed and i feel Can like you this... imagine if she behaved that way through this whole show it would yeah. have been a, a, but just I, the way unbearable. that she I, I just i don't know i completely was blown away by her performance in this. I, I didn't really remember her from game of thrones because i don't remember things well you don't but, remember uh, her from game i remember of... her in it i just don't remember if i was like tr- blown away by her performance yeah because yeah. she remember she acted I remember like her, a tiny adult yeah and so i feel like i mean she is like almost 20 but uh she uh i don't remember know she uh, she, she was very killed, angry she and, killed in, in the towards the end when they were finally going to the war towards the end she was it picked her up and was like squeezing her and i think yeah, she yeah. stabbed it through, it through its the, yeah through its I just neck don't, or something I just like don't, that remember like I, I wish i paid more attention to it I guess, oh i so i totally remember her um, uh she was like a little smart yeah, ass. I remember that. Um, she's good at that. <laughs> yeah, she's really <laughs> That's good. That's her at niche. That. <laughs> and I just, she has another movie coming out where she kind of plays a smart ass as well. So, uh, but that said, I don't know. I was just it was it wasn't so much the the is she is she believable in these moments and can she cry on cue and blah blah which she can do all of that. But it was it, for me it was all in the subtlety of her work, mm. just the little things that she would do. Uh, uh, you know. Like not knowing what an escalator is, and the way that that she played that wasn't like, oh, what is this crazy thing? Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, oh, cool. That's in. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It just, it, it was something like, I w- I would be shocked if she didn't get nominated for something. I mean, these types of shows don't generally, generally. do farewell in those, but sometimes depending but on the. I can see though. her uh, being nominated for this. Pedro Pascal, I can see as well, but I mean, he's just awesome. So. Yeah, so she was just so good. This um, also Melanie Linsky was in this for a short time, um, yeah. and there was all kinds of controversy. Oh I mean, Jesus Christ, people get a fucking life. It's Melanie Linsky, another national treasure, yeah. by the way. Two of them in one. Not show. our nation, nation, but no, <laughs> New Zealand, I yeah. believe, right? Um, so yeah, this same this, with Pedro Pascal. This show he's was Cuban, right? No, he's Chilean. Chilean. Um, I. No, Argentinian? No, he's Chilean. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck. I don't know now. I'm pretty sure he's from Chile. Um I I I loved this show. Um I had like little gripes with it. And it was mostly like continuity things. Yeah. Um I the the one thing that like for instance when um Oh Jesus Christ! I I always know her from Euphoria, the girl who played her best friend. Um, when she comes around, um, like they're going through the mall. I understand oh, the, she's the, yeah the flashback. She's yeah. she's been there several times. She plays uh, Rue's sister in Euphoria. Really good actress. Um, yeah, she is good. 
like I understand that they're kids and they're kind of fearless and there's all that stuff. But like the amount of noise that they made going to the mall and then in the yeah. mall. And then it was just like, I would think that for a creature that is sound sensitive, what the fuck are you doing? Like from the moment they jump through that hole in the roof and they land on the metal cabinet and it's like, good dong. And then yeah. the next one, good dong. I was like, what the fuck? And I understand that, like, she lives in the mall. Yeah. So, but also, I guess the part of me that was just like, so you're telling me that you, like, set up camp here and you never walked through the mall to make sure that there weren't any, like, clickers anywhere? Because yeah. that guy had, like, a whole ecosystem growing out of him in that little corner. Yeah. And, I like, I would have checked every corner before I set up shop there. Or or find a way to set up shop and secure that sh the, whatever area you're in. Right. Better, but you know? see, the problem is that if she's living there, then she's made noise and she was testing all this out. So why did it only wake up when they got crazy? When they well, no, because she remember she she was like learning how to play the game yeah. and then she had to rig the thing to get the quarters and all that stuff. So she obviously had made a bunch of noise. So like how how is it now only waking up when Ellie's there? Yeah. There's yeah. no way that it wouldn't have yeah. heard her all of this time, you know? So that part, like, there were little things like that. The first one for me was, dear God, so Anatorv was still around for this. When they walked through, I believe, the hotel lobby to get up to the next section, uh -huh. they were waist deep in water. Like, yeah. waist deep in water. This was not hours later. The next scene where they're coming out of that and now going when Anatorv oh, goes yeah. off on her own bone dry <laughs> I'm like i know this is nitpicky but it actually confused me for a second because i was like how many days have passed yeah because they have nowhere to actually dry their clothes like have you ever gotten pants wet your shoe mm -hmm. hours the next day that shit is still wet <laughs> yeah. it takes so long so and that's just a little bit like imagine submerged you're submerged waist deep in mm -hmm. water and then 10 seconds later somehow everybody's clothing is dry and i guess the only reason why i pointed it out was because there was so much ad attention to detail that i was like who yeah. fell asleep at the wheel here mm -hmm. why aren't their clothes wet what's happening yeah um it was little things like that but overall uh this show is excellent um it, it was ironic that of everything in their environment the scariest thing was the religious leader yeah you know well, really when you think about it like yeah it's when you come with like any kind of zombie apocalypse, it's always the people that are scarier yeah. than the yeah. I mean, Walking Dead. This, um, but I don't think anything particularly scary had happened people-wise until we got to yeah. his character, right? Where you're like, and immediate, like immediately, as soon as the episode started and they were talking, I was like, they're eating people. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the Book of Eli. Like uh, I immediately, I'm like, they're eating people. They're eating people. It's too cold to. No, 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 no. There, that her father's been eaten. Uh, I didn't expect the other three people hanging or whatever. I was like, but why were their heads off? That's what yeah, I didn't I understand. Know. Like, you're eating them, but then, like, is that, are we draining them? I guess. Through the head? Or, like, wouldn't you just eviscerate them? And anyway, um, yeah. the, the, just the, the uh, relationship and the progression of mm -hmm. that relationship. Yeah, the uh, progression was really good. Like, there's so no way good. this would ever work. Teenagers as a movie. are so annoying. Yeah. Right. You know, and initially you're just like, Ugh. and of course, his reserve with her comes 
because of the relation to his daughter. But, Mm -hmm. you know, she was obnoxious, (laughs) Uh, but she grew on him like a fungus, pun intended. And and, you know, he grew to love her. And let me tell you something. I bawled my eyes out when he called her baby girl. Right. Because that was the first time he had said that since his daughter had died. That's what he had said to her when she had died. Um, Also, spitting image of her mother, that child. Yeah. Uh, and she also did so well. I wish she had had a little bit more time because she was a really strong actor. So yeah, it would have first, been nice. That, the first 20 minutes or whatever of of the first episode was just like perfect television. Just it got straight so to good. it. Because you're following this character around. that you care, then you, Now you care about this character and then they offer and, you're, and so it's impactful, you know? And so I feel like you get right to it, but you also kind of build up that uh, uh the emotionality because it's so important to joel's journey is knowing how much this person meant to him the importance of joel's journey yeah brought to you by scholastic books yeah. <laughs> golden uh, books <laughs> so yeah i don't know i i of course loved the show i thought it was so good and um not a lot of clickers at all no, that those you were know? complaints i've heard many complaints about yeah. that it's tricky because you're I was fine with it honestly when they did show them, they were done well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the well, I don't know the names the mega clicker. Yeah, I thought that was okay. Bloater. No, I don't like bloater that. Bloater was That's, okay. Yeah, it was okay. It, it, it very much looked the like a big old. The emergence of it looked amazing. The emergence but then, was cool, but the costume the movie, it looked yeah. like a big suit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just was like. But but it leaves room to kind of explore that more. You know, um, so you're not like giving it all away. You can now like start to, in the second season. You can go into more of the. Uh, of the differences because i guess there's a bunch of different stages of the fungus taking over or whatever i don't i don't like to read a lot about it because i don't want to ruin it for myself i just want to watch the show and not be jaded by stuff so i i mean i know some things about it but i don't know a lot of details i just don't yeah care to ruin that for myself um but so i mean the 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 brothers the deaf brother and uh, that was just so hard like it's it's a very uh, I cry very easily, so it it doesn't take much for me. But I was bawling through several episodes mm. of this show, mostly that scene. I felt so bad, and you know, I I really knowing that they that they killed his daughter within the first twenty minutes. I really thought the kids would last a little bit longer. Again, I didn't play the game right, mm. so many people were like, oh. Um, but let's just get into the episode the episode of all episodes, which was. The episode of uh, what's his face, and his name has completely escaped me. Oh, that um, was a good one. It was a really good one. Um, there was, a, you know, there was a lot of talk, and you're going to get crazy people that are just like, oh, I don't want to follow, you know. But Nick Offerman's, um, right? Nick Offerman, yeah. yeah. Um, his episode was almost its own show. Yeah, it went off in a way that w- it was still. It, it was still cohesive. I wasn't like, oh, I don't see a connection to this show at all. But obviously you did have um, both characters coming in from all the other episodes um, to join them for, for lunch. And so, but um, it, 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 it reminded me of Mythic Quest. Uh, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> so Mythic Quest 
in all their seasons will have oh, a yeah, flashback yeah. episode that doesn't really match their style of, of what the show yeah, actually like at follows all. at all. It, it becomes like this this one-off narrative that will grab a, a character on the show and then go into their history. Um, and uh, they they do that beautifully. Like every, I think mm-hmm. there are three seasons now, Yeah. right? And every season we've always really enjoyed the flashback. We kind of look forward to like, oh, what First are they going to do? First one is still my favorite. Yeah, the first, it was so good. Um, and so that's what this reminded me of. It's, it went off on its own and it told it, it told the story. And uh, look, it, it, if that, episode didn't get you yeah i i I think you might you might need to just get yourself checked into a place and and spend some time doing some some soul searching i guess yeah it was very poignant you might be an emotional robot if you made Mm. it through that episode and didn't feel something did you feel anything actually because you're an emotional robot did you cry no i don't think i cried why would i cry was brendan fraser in it i don't (laughs) um I no, it was definitely um, emotional, and and it was so well done, and the performances were great. The relationship, you know, the writing, everything was so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the same with the not to the same extent, but the same with Ellie's flashback, right? With her and her mm-hmm. girlfriend was like same kind of thing, you know. They have these great moments, and, and the show's just written so well. I know, but Offerman's episode was. Oh my like, god, it was the best one. It was just like, what are you? doing to me here i mean you know and i think we all kind of went in like oh i don't trust this guy i don't trust yeah, this guy I totally did not trust why this guy. was wh- he's just too comfortable he's just getting too comfortable too quick and that was just his personality right yeah. um but uh, god i knew where it was going and i was like oh my god he's gonna go with him i just know it but honestly the 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 saddest part was the parts that they didn't show right going through the letter um and my favorite part is still her uh pronouncing a laugh in the letter (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was like as simple as knowing that they were in the house and then just focusing on an open window which they did for the smell it's like those things meant were so much more traumatic i guess you know Mm -hmm. because you're just like god they're just rotting in there and he had to think of that yeah um i believe in the game nick offerman's character doesn't die it was different they did they they took uh, i did read that uh that they took liberties with um with that episode and 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 had added a lot of detail to it um i have to also just say and i realize this is this is what happens in any like post-apocalyptic or any kind of virus type film or show but people's ability to get stabbed and survive amazing yeah nick offerman straight up shot in the gut survives it I thought that was it for him. I really thought that was it for him. Uh, and and let's be realistic, it would probably be. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. I think that there are a select few people in the world that could potentially then, get shot in that, the abdomen that, and survive. But that that twist they give you when he gets shot and then they show someone in a wheelchair and then it's right. actually not right. You know, yeah. like that was a, a good sleight of hand. Because cancer would still take you out, right? You yeah. Know, it's that, that, that whole thing with it, it, it would yeah. still happen. Um, but you know, Joel. Do I think Joel would have survived that? No. Uh, the at 
I still don't understand how she got him there and down the stairs. Yeah. I'm trying to so so he fell off the horse. All right, let's just go let's just rewind a bit onto um, things that were not necessarily realistic. There's no way had, she picked she him up onto the horse. horse. Drag him. He would be, he would be concussed. <laughs> like drag him over rocks and rubble. Like yeah. she didn't even have like a makeshift sled or something that she could have attached to the horse there's no way she picked that man up and put him on the horse uh i don't know how she got into the location through the door and then down the stairs but i'm guessing timeline wise like infection would have wreaked havoc well before that yeah uh i mean i i understand like she did get him antibiotics and so if we say that he ironically is also one of the few people that would have survived that i guess did she have to inject him in the site of the wound no um <laughs> i saw so many people also going like well how did she know how much to give him it's like well she did I mean, know she i think she made a comment about that did she i think so oh, i didn't catch that I don't know though. Because uh, she didn't know where to inject him. So yeah, I would she assume know, she didn't like know how, how much or whatever. Yeah, that's know. what I'm saying. She didn't yeah. know how much to give him. I thought you were saying that she did know. No, um, she didn't know. No, she because you oh. wouldn't know. Um, I mean, there, you know, you at that point, if you've survived that, I guess you just take a guess. I probably would have started with a lower dose just to like be like, oh, I'm just gonna do a little bit here and see how much we would give you. Um but you know, <sighs> It's it's unlikely. It's unlikely, but I get it. You know, it's for the story, and obviously, you're mm -hmm. not going to kill Joel off at that point. Um, I, I don't like that people are like, "Oh, wait till you get to season two. It's like, shut up. Yeah, just shut up. Like, obviously, big things are going to happen, and like, I understand, but I just don't want to know anything. Like, just keep your mouth shut. If we can make it to season two without somebody completely ruining it, it would be a miracle. Well, it's tough, too, because they won't follow exact because I know what happens in the second game. I know a, one big spoiler, at least. And uh, I don't know. if See, they're gonna... now I hate watching things when you know stuff. Well, but I don't know if they're going to do that, you know. Ugh. So, look, the show was amazing. Mm -hmm. A plus. Were there things I didn't a plus love? Plus. Yeah, like some things were a little questionable, but I think that's with anything, and it, yeah. it was really you're minor. With a fantastical premise. It's a fantastical premise, but is it my that? biggest? Well, there are there are parasites that do work that way. Mm -hmm. um, my biggest gripe was the last episode. The end was like that's we're gonna call that a cliffhanger. Just even the dialogue was just like, how was this the best we could do? You brought us all the way here <laughs> nonstop. And yeah. then at the end, it was just like, hey, did you lie? Too, I guess. No. Okay. Yeah. Cut to black. It was just like, well, for me, it was more Wait, about uh, the, uh, I would have loved to, like his going through the hospital to get to her. That was very cool. Should have been like the. It was cool, but I felt like it could have been amazing, and that that could have been your your kind of cliffhanger, like grandiose kind of ending. And then the conversation at the end is just whatever, you know. It's just like, uh, oh no, I, I thought, didn't like. Like no, but, but I liked the part in the car because I liked where we get to the point where he's going to lie to her, right, to to save her. But also, we're we're not trusting the fireflies. We're right? not trusting anybody. We're not, but no, but seriously, do you honestly think, because people are vigilantes, yeah. right? Do you honestly think that they are going to do the right thing medically and cure the world if they had this? Hmm. They're not going to do the right thing with it. So it's like, 
she may not know that or grasp the concepts, but he did. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's like, look at look at what they were doing to get it. Yeah. Well, outside. So of- it was just kind of like I and then like, where is the medical team? You had like a nurse, two nurses, yeah. one doctor. All of these people are creating a, a, a vaccine, if you would. Like, yeah. no, that like you do not have the facilities for this. There's no way that the Fireflyers are going to actually And they did it so quick off. and whatever. And it's like, uh, like you're risking, this is your only shot and you're going to just rush into it like this? Yeah. I don't know. There's one person that like, yeah, yeah. it just, it doesn't make any sense. It does, I mean, you've survived this long, right? Yeah. Like what's the rush, I guess, at that point. Um but, you know, the scene of her mom giving birth to her and all those, it was really cool. I liked yeah. the last the last episode. I thought it would have been better to end it, like, maybe in the car, like, when she woke up, when you can see the suspicion where she didn't believe him and, like, leaving it on that yeah. cliffhanger. But, like, in the end, with being like, you didn't lie, did you? Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> then, well, that's the scene from the film. I, I know, but I didn't like it. Ending. I just yeah. didn't like it as an ending. I think maybe go into this next season with that or something or yeah. add more, just, if we're taking liberties, like add something else, another scene. But I just didn't, or like, okay, so may, I don't know if he makes it to his brother, but if he... Well, they, you could see it. Right? Yeah, I know, like, but I don't know if he actually makes it to his brother. Maybe oh. something happens in between then. But like, have it be where he goes back to the gate, him and his brother see each other, boom. You know, it's just like, he's yeah. back or... It doesn't have to be a happy ending necessarily, but it just it cut off in such a anticlimactic way. Yeah. It just I didn't like it. Um, so I thought like it just didn't do justice to yeah. the uh, daredevil esque fucking choreography that he went <laughs> through to get through that hospital, and then all of a sudden it was just like. Mm. All it was right, such like, a game thing too, like when he goes to the hospital because he's like shooting and then he runs out and then he grabs another gun from another person mm-hmm. and uses that as he goes. Yeah, it was such a video game thing. Yeah, it was. I'm really interested cool. to see if they're gonna take the second game and stretch it into two seasons, because I don't know. Then you know, because once we get to the end of the second game, we'll if they don't have a pause by the time if they don't the have a third comes. game built yet, are they just gonna write it out like they did with? Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones. Or, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> we all know how that went. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Does this have the same effect if she's 30? Uh, no. I mean, yeah, she's still, she'll look like a teenager for a while because she has a young face. But I mean, I can't imagine this having the same. I mean, unless you just detour the story completely, jump off of Ellie and go on to something else. But like, or just she's not going to continue gonna be, to follow Ellie's journey. She's not going to be 13 forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, as it is, she looks so different now from when this was filmed, like mm. when you see her. And, they, you know, you can de-age people with yeah. wardrobe and she has a young face, so she has that going for her. But she already looks – it's like Stranger Things. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see that happen. I don't mm. want to see what she looks like when she's old enough to rent a car. Like it's not – it doesn't have the same effect at that point. I just hope well, that they kind of go – it depends what the story go, is, you know. Yeah, but not about. as like, you know, like, oh, let's just say she's – She's still a teenager. Like, well, yeah, I don't know if there's a not. time jump. I, I, the only thing I know from the second game is the one spoiler that I heard, which annoyed me. But um, it annoyed you that you heard it, or it anno- what it was annoyed you? It annoyed me that I heard it. Ah, okay. I mean, look, I don't think. How did gonna... you hear it? Because I was listening to somebody talk about the show. Why would? All right. I, I Well, because I like to get a deeper just, understanding can, of the thing. Can we just detour for a second? You were annoyed that you heard a spoiler about somebody who was talking in detail about the show. How did we about ever the, know the, that was going to happen? About a specific episode. Good grief. You know? The odds. Yeah. The odds that you would have that spoiled. Your luck is sensational, sir. <laughs> 
can't help myself. I, I did not expect for that water to be wet, mm-hmm. and I am shocked. I'm yeah. annoyed that the bottom half of my pants are wet. I didn't know that if I walked into water, that would happen. What are you doing? Stop doing that. See, I don't, I don't, once I see somebody, I'm like, I'm not watching this. I don't want to know anything about that. Yeah. Like if we're talking about this show as another person who doesn't know the game and stuff, like, yes, like, let's do that. But don't, don't come in here with your game details. Nobody, you're fucking up the whole thing for everybody. Well, that usually, yeah. I mean, I had been watching, I don't know. We'll see. You we'll dope. see what happens. Look what you've done. See? Mm-hmm. You ruined it for yourself. And now you kind of ruined it for me because I know that you know something. Yeah. And it's like when we watch true crime stuff and I know yeah. all the details, It's you can't watch it the same. Stop listening to things mm-hmm. and stop watching things. Just let it be. Yeah. And we'll pick back up in 14 years when season two comes out. Yeah, seriously. Um, anyway, so... I have no idea what the hell's going on for next week. We are all over the place. We're going to be, we have to film our crowdfunding video Mm -hmm. uh, for our next uh, short in the gray. I don't know if I said the title before, but if I didn't, that's the title of it. That's the title now. (laughs) It's the title. Uh, So um, we'll, we'll keep you abreast, if you will, on, uh, on the, 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 the goings on, if you will, of the, how that comes to fruition i guess um we never expect to actually make what we ask so mm-hmm. i don't know how close we get or if we get close at all i will say that um our out-of-pocket cost for this has been <laughs> astronomical um yeah but to be fair it's not all directly no but films. but will be used for so that that's the thing is that we're we're using the crowdfunding for the part that we right can't afford now you know which is like feeding people and all that other stuff so hopefully we will be able to to accrue some type of uh assistance yeah if you will financial assistance with that who knows so we kind of always go in expecting to have to throw shit on credit cards or or be in debt for a while because that is the joy of filmmaking um so we'll let you know if that uh when that's up and and how that went we haven't even filmed that yet um we're still playing carpenter and yep. Carpenter's assistant with yep. our home repairs. <laughs> so yep. um, it's been fun. Shout yeah. out. MoGraph. To MoGraph. I don't know what we're going to watch. There's a, I think um, Your Honor is finally finished. Yeah. So we have to and jump Servant's back into gotta that. Servant's got to be Servant, I think, is finally finished. So. Uh, I don't know about Mayor oh, yeah, of I don't know. East Town. Is that what it's called? Because there's Mayor of East Town and this oh, yeah. is Mayor of East Town, I think. Yeah. I think we're also waiting on that. Um, so we, we have a bunch of things to talk to you about, and uh, we'll see what else comes out, and we'll, we'll chat then. Yeah, we will. Bye. Bye. Bye.